hope you guys have a great holiday season. Um, I, I'm very excited to announce uh, Golden Boys final show for 2021, live at the AT&T Center in beautiful San Antonio, Texas, and streaming it on DAZN. We're gonna pit Pietro Zerlo Ramirez versus Unesky Gonzalez um, in a WBA light heavyweight title eliminator. Um, sure to be an action-packed fight. Uh, UNESCO's been in with some of the, the, the top names at light heavyweight, Alexander Gavotsik, Jean Pascal, and um, Zero is just another one of those fighters that, that he's gonna come in and give it all. Um, but we also have two title fights. Um, we have Sinisa Estrada defending her WBA minimum title against Maria Santizo. We also have Marlena Sparza in her first title defense uh, facing off against Annabelle Ortiz. Um, she's defending her WBC flyweight title. And then what I think is it could be a, a, a show stealer for our DAZN uh, stream. We have Lamont Roach Jr. Uh, fighting for the NABF super featherweight title against uh, former title uh, holder, Rene Alvarado. Plus we also have five fights on our DAZN live. I mean, our Facebook live um, on our Golden Boy account. Um, what can I say? Uh, Golden Boy keeps bringing action-packed cards to you guys, um, doing it for the fans of San Antonio, for all those people who, who tune into our fights in the zone. And I expect nothing less um, with Zerlo. We're, you know, we're getting into a position now where the top names at light heavyweight have to recognize him. They have to uh, have to acknowledge him in, in 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 the conversation for the elite at light heavyweight. And this being a title eliminator, should he come out victorious? I think that that's his, his calling card and that's something that he's going to have, you know, that those who, who hold the belt are going to have to recognize Zordo as one of the elites. Thank you, Ernie. Um, as a reminder, if you would like to ask a question, please raise your hand so I know. Uh, next, I'd like to introduce Henry Vivalta, who's UNESCO's manager, to speak on behalf of UNESCO and introduce him. Go ahead, Henry. I can barely hear you guys. I'm not sure if you can hear me, but I can barely hear you guys. Yes, we can hear you. Do you okay, want well, to put us on speaker on your phone? Hold on, let me try that. Sometimes it's a speaker situation. Hold on. Can you hear us Hello? now? Can you hear us now? Yeah, I can hear you perfectly. Okay. Yeah, thank Perfect. you so much. It's a speaker thing. Okay. Go ahead, um, Henry, uh, talk about UNESCO, his career, and please feel free to introduce him so he can say a few words to us. Well, UNESCO Gonzalez is a fighter who uh, has, you know, has had a lot of hardship, has had a lot of uh, hard work during his career, and has been given nothing, has had to earn, you know, has had to earn it every step of the way. Uh, many people believe that he beat uh, Gene Pascal on HBO, but didn't get the nod, and that happens sometimes in boxing. And, uh, you know, he's been, he was off for a little while. He had a, a three-year period that he really didn't do much um, because of contractual issues. But um, we were able to fix that problem and get him going. And he's coming off with four straight wins. And uh, now he's got the chance to fight uh, Hiberto Sudo Ramirez. So I just want to thank uh, Golden Boy for the opportunity, the zone, uh, Team Ramirez. And, uh, you know, we're coming to give the best efforts. We've been training really, really hard for this camp. Uh, doing some, we got some great sparring, and uh, we're looking forward to not only giving a great fight but winning the fight. And, and I'll introduce you to Unieski Gonzalez. 
also known as the monster, and I'll translate for him. Ineski? I... Uh, Ineski, puedes decir unas palabras sobre tu palea, por favor? Sí, ya, yeah, un, un gusto estar compartiendo eh, el ring con uno de los mejores peleadores que tiene eh, México y el mundo la, en la división. Eh, muchas gracias a, a, a Dazón por la, por la oportunidad, a Western Boy, eh, a mi equipo por, por, por traerme aquí y darme esta oportunidad al team de, de, de Sudo Ramírez eh, nada, muy agradecido por, por esta oportunidad y esperamos eh, trabajar duro y pagarle lo que a la afición le gusta hacer un espectáculo lo que, para que gane todo la televisión, todo lo, todos los fanáticos de deporte se sientan agradecidos por, por, se sientan agradecidos y contentos con, con una nueva actuación de televisión, de pelea Gracias, Yuri. Uh, Henry, did you want to translate briefly what he said? Oh, I thought you were going to do it. No problem. Oh, yeah. he's, he's, very grateful. he's very grateful to Golden Boy, uh, to the zone, to Team Ramirez for, you know, giving him this opportunity. Uh, he's coming to give a great spectacle, a great war, give the fans what they want to see, a good fight, which uh, sometimes we do see in boxing, but sometimes we don't. And uh, he's going to give it his all. Perfect. Thank you so much, Henry and Yuneski. So let's start off the conference call. Um, again, if you want to ask a question, please raise your hand. Henry or myself will be available to translate on behalf of Yuneski. First off, let's start off with Dan Rayfield. Dan, go ahead and ask your questions. Thank you, Cecilia. Hello, everybody. Uh, hey, Dan. Uh, Henry, how are you? It's good to talk to you. Yeah, my Could friend. You... How are you, sir? Good. It's been a while. Could you ask Unieski just uh, basically, I know you mentioned uh, in your in your introductory remarks that he had that three-year period of time, uh, you know, where he had gotten to a top level. He had um, lost the fight to Vodzik, but then he had like the three years where he didn't fight. And I know you said it was contractual, but if you could be, if uh, Unieski could be a little more specific about what was going on with him in those three years when he didn't fight and what was it that prompted him to finally come back and and uh, and get back going. Eh, ¿qué, ¿Qué fue lo que te pasó a ti básicamente durante esos tres años que estuviste inactivo? ¿Y qué fue lo que te motivó a ti para volver al cuadrilátero y empezar a entrenar otra vez fuerte? Bueno, yo estaba firmado con, con, estaba firmado con esta promo, con, con una promotora ahí. Eh, entonces, ya los motivos por la, por la cual me tuvieron eh, alejado, eh, no, no, nunca lo entendí. Eh, sin poder hacer lo que lo que quería hacer esos motivos nunca lo entendí eh, después de yo siempre me estaba manteniendo en el gimnasio yo siempre estaba en forma ahí eh, buscando eh, llamando y molestando para que me diera mi, mi, mi próxima pelea mi próximo chance y nunca así y, y, y pasaron tres largos casi tres años y nunca me dieron una respuesta entonces En eso tuve que salir a trabajar, tuve que salir a, a buscar eh, la comida en otro, en otro, en otro que hacer eh, y así pa pasó. Entonces, por eso nunca perdí la fe, nunca perdí la fe que podía volver a regresar, nunca perdí el hambre de, de poder regresar de nuevo. Y nada, encontré con, con mi nuevo equipo 
eh, y ay, me trajo de vuelta, me dijo, vamos a trabajar, tú tienes los deseos, tú tienes las ganas todavía, de verdad que te quedan, y yo dije, sí, yo, quiero, yo tengo todas las ganas todavía, y todavía hay mucho por dar de mí, y eh, de ese momento empezamos a trabajar, eh, y aquí estoy, aquí estoy, ya estamos haciendo la, la, la cuarta pelea con, 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 con mi nuevo equipo, y esperemos seguir la free para allá. Uh, Dan, to answer your question, he says that uh, he doesn't know exactly what happened contractually uh, in his contract, but, you know, he was always asking his managers at the time, uh, what's going on, when do I fight, but the fight never came, and then he had to turn to different aspects of life to be able to, you know, support his children, his family, so he had to work uh, and try something new, but then uh, he says, you know, I bumped into him and we spoke a little bit, talked about getting back into the, you know, boxing, he always stayed training here and there. So uh, he, he wasn't far off in shape, and uh, he got back in shape, and uh, he's ready to war, man. He's ready to give it all. So, Henry, ask him, please. Uh, he has won the three fights in a row. And I was wondering, uh, so when I heard that Zerto was going to fight Yuneski, I was surprised because I knew that he had come back to the ring. But I didn't, I didn't know if he was, like, had been on the radar and was going to be ready for that level of a fight. Was it, was it Golden Boy coming to you as they were looking for an opponent? Or did you guys say, you know, we know Zerto is here and uh, we know he's going to need an opponent for this time of year. And were you proactively seeking this fight? In other words, did it just come to you because they thought of him as a, as a good opponent? Or were you guys out there chasing this type of fight? Well, you know, I, I've spoken to several promoters. Uh, big promoter offered Unieski's name. And uh, so his name has been going around as a, being available for a, for a big fight. But it was Golden Boy that gave me the opportunity Uh, Robert Diaz, a dear friend of mine for 20 plus years, he called me, he said, you know, Henry, you know, we got this uh, opportunity. You think you'd like to fight uh, Sudo Ramirez? And, you know, we jumped right on it because we, we like, we like the fight. All right. Very good. I appreciate it. Wish you guys good luck. Thank you, Dan. I appreciate you. Thanks, Dan. Uh, <clears throat> up next, we have Miguel Maravilla from Fight News. Go ahead, Miguel. Hola, Yuneski. Uh... Primeramente, um, esta oportunidad ante uh, Zurdo, ¿cómo te sientes y, y qué va a ser la, la clave ante una, un boxeador como, como el Zurdo Ramírez? Bueno, un saludo ahí eh, de mi parte va para, para usted. Bueno, estamos, no es, no, es, no es un secreto que el Zurdo es un gran peleador. No es un secreto que el Zurdo es un gran peleador. No es un secreto que... que que está en buena posición ahora me metico. Eh, pero nada, aquí estamos enfrentando, está enfrentando a un Junieski que tiene un hambre, tiene deseo de, de conquistar y, y ahora estamos cerca de, que nunca de, de, de conquistarlo a, a lo que viene, a lo, eh, a lo que viene y a lo que viene a hacer en, este, en el boxeo profesional. Creo que eh, no, creo que, 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 que las ganas y los deseos van a ser muy fundamental en, en esto, en, en esta pelea. Y yo lo tengo, yo lo tengo eh, bien claro y tengo trazar mis metas, lo que, lo que quiero, lo que quiero para mí, para mi futuro y, y lo que quiero hacer en esta pelea. Muchas gracias y buena suerte. Gracias a usted. Henry, can you translate that or would you want me to? Well, you can if you like. Okay. Um, so basically, Unesky said, it's not a secret that Surdo is a great fighter. He is in a very good, good position in his career. 
and Uneski says he has a lot of hunger and desire to win, that they are closer than ever to get to a new level of his career. And he thinks that the desire and the ganas, which is like the, the, the wants that he has to win is going to be the determining factor in this fight. Um, any additional questions, Miguel? ¿Cómo te va esta preparación? No, la preparación va bastante bien, va marchando bastante bien. Estamos haciendo todo lo, lo, todo lo necesario, eh, todo, lo, todo lo que nos hace falta para pa esta preparación. Estamos marchando bien y, y, simple, y, y, y principalmente sin lesiones, que, que, que es lo más importante, ¿no? Tener una, una, una buena preparación, tener una buena eh, preparación y donde no, donde no influyen las lesiones. Entonces creo que todo va próspero. So Uneski says that everything's really good. He's having a really good preparation and that he feels that it's necessary and essential to be fully prepared. And he's, uh, it's going really, really well. <clears throat> All right, thank you so much for that, Miguel. Next up, we have Mike Reda from 26 Sports. Mike, go ahead. Mike, we can't hear you. I don't think your audio is working. Do you want to type in your question? And we'll ask it for you. We can't hear you. Oh, wait, maybe that go ahead. Can you hear me now? Yes, we can go ahead. All right, perfect. Um, uh, can we ask both fighters a question? Uh, I see sort of on the call as well now. Yeah, but well, let's finish uh, Uneski first. Okay, perfect. Uh, Uneski, con el tiempo que tuviste pues fuera del ring, ¿crees que eso te ayudó al cuerpo como tú sabes, emojerar cualquier tipo de lesiones o algo así después de tanto tiempo peleando profesionalmente? Eh, well, eh, quizás sí, quizás no. Eh, <laughs> eh, eh, creo que eh, fueron mucho tiempo, creo que fue mucho tiempo, casi tres años alejado, creo que ningún atleta eh, a ese nivel puede estar eh, tres años, creo que tres años, a lo mejor si tú me hiciste un año, está bien, a lo mejor con un año de descanso, que el cuerpo te descanse, que, que refresque, está bien, pero tres años creo que fueron, eh, es mucho, como entiendes, pero no, eh, regresé bien y principalmente siempre me, me, me mantuve haciendo mis cositas en el gimnasio, no con mucha frecuencia, pero lo hacía, hacía mi carrería, hacía mi ejercicio. Eh, eh, ya a veces no, como yo no existía la posibilidad de, 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 pelear, de pelear o que no me diera, o que no me diera una respuesta por pelear una fecha, entonces lo hacía y ya decía, bueno, lo voy a hacer por mi salud y me mantenía haciendo mis mi, mi cositas. Entonces estuvo afuera, pero no 100% afuera. Entonces nada, regresé. Eh, y casi ya a los tres años regresé, regresé eh, nada, la experiencia, el cuerpo tiene memoria de lo, de lo, de lo que vino a hacer y, y nada, ya rápido en tres, en cuatro o cinco meses ya estaba eh, ready para pelear ya. Sí. Y, y luego, como dijiste que estabas entrenando todo el tiempo, entonces ganaste tu ritmo en tu primer pelea para atrás sin, tú sabes, como yendo muchos rounds, ganó para pegar tu ritmo o ya estaba ese ritmo en la pelea fácil? Sí, sí, ya, ya ahí después que ya arreglé mi, 
mis problemas promocionales, ya ahí llegué eh, y, y, y ya empecé a hacer mi carrera, ya empecé a cogerlo más en serio, a trabajar más duro y, y, y ya eh, empecé a hacer pues ya esparre con, con muchachos jóvenes, con muchachos jóvenes con muchachos que me estaban exigiendo, me empezaron a exigir, y ya, y, y fui por lo que se, pro, 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 progresando poco a poco, y ya, y, y, y rápido dijimos, ya, Yunel que todavía tiene mucho badal, todo el entrenador que me tenía a mi lado, me dijo, no, que todavía tiene mucho badal, hacía esparre con pesos grandes, con pesos chiquitos, con lo que sea, y siempre estaba progresando. Esa fue la clave que, que por la cual eh, ya eh, mi equipo dijo, sí, estamos todavía hay un equivalente. Muchas gracias y buena suerte en tu pelea. Gracias a usted. Thank you, Mike. Um, the first question was um, the fact that he spent outside the ring three years, if that helped him at all to potentially recover from any ailments or injuries and um, UNESCO response was maybe yes, but he felt that it was a lot of time out of the ring too. He thinks that maybe it was too long, but he feels good. And that he mentioned that even though he's been out of the ring for three years, he's always maintained himself, always stayed in the gym, always stayed in shape. And most of it was because he didn't know when he was he would be fighting again. And so he did it also to be healthy. But, you know, now he's back and there's a lot of muscle memory and he feels like he was able to get back into fighting shape very, very quickly because of that. The second question was about timing and rhythm in terms of his preparation and fighting. And he said that he's been taking it very seriously. He's been having a lot of sparring sessions with young fighters and that that has helped him progress and get better. And that's been the key also to getting back into fighting shape. All right, we're gonna take one last question for you, Nesky. Chris from Tebe Boxeo, go ahead. Buenas tardes, uh, Uneski. Saludos. Este, una pregunta, cuando tú oyes que hay veces que hablan de Zurdo Ramírez contra, contra Vivo, eh, tú piensas que de repente se están olvidando que todavía te tienen que enfrentar a ti. ¿Cómo? Repíteme. Que cuando están hablando de, de ya la, de la pelea con el surdo, con Dimitri Vivo, como oh. si ya ganó y va a pelear el título del mundo, si ya ganó la eliminatoria. Bueno, eso, eso, eso es algo que, que está por ver. Primero, primero tiene que pasarle por arriba a, a González y después pensar en eso. Eh. Todo, nos estamos basando en un pronóstico que a veces se le puede hacer incierto, a veces se le puede hacer aguar, siempre están, no están contando con, la, con, con el peleador que, que vamos a enfrentar en el momento y, y cómo viene ese peleador. Entonces, eh, muchas veces sobreestiman a, a un peleador y yo, yo, yo los dejo, solamente yo los dejo y, y cuando, ok, primero solamente cuando se habla, ya se está hablando de esas negociaciones, ya se está hablando, pero yo solamente estoy callado y digo, primero, tiene, primero, tiene que pasarme por arriba a mí, ¿ok? Porque yo también pienso en pelear con Vivo. Basically, the question was if, um, with the talk about Vivo being next on Sordo's list after this fight, if essentially they are forgetting about the fact that he's facing Gonzalez, and Unesky said 
Uh, first of all, they have to go through him first. Um, he says that maybe talking about Bevel ahead of time, they're making an assumption about what the fight's going to look like. But, you know, he he's a good sport and he just leaves that. He doesn't, you know, comment on it. And um, but, you know, they have to get through him first. And because he's also in that um, line to go after Bevel after this fight. So. First of all, we would have to go through Gonzalez first before we make any assumptions. Okay, um, thank you so much, Yunetsky. Uh, tienes, uh, puedes decir unas últimas palabras para todos los que están aquí. Sí, eh, eh, un saludo a todos los que están aquí, a todos los que nos escuchan, a todos los que están, a todas las personas que van a estar ahí esa noche. Eh, eh, en, en, eh, o a los que están escuchando la, la entrevista, todos estamos invitados y que no se pierdan que el 18 de diciembre va a ser una gran noche y algo algo eh, algo bonito, algo algo que a la afición le va a gustar mucho eh, eh, y, lo, y lo que quieren ver es todo lo que tengo que decir. He says he wants to thank everyone uh, for being here today and uh, he wants to invite everyone to the fight. He says that December 18th will be a great night and fans will have, uh, will really enjoy this event. So, gracias Yuneski por tu tiempo. Ahora vamos a hablar con Gilberto. So, thank you Yuneski so much for your time. Um, we're going to turn over the call to Gilberto Ramirez, and I'd like to introduce David Shu, his manager, to say a few words. David? Hey, good morning. I'm here. Do you hey, want to say guys? any? Do you want to say any words on behalf of Gilberto in this fight? No, I mean just on behalf of the team. I just want to. I just want to thank everybody for being on the call. We really appreciate the opportunity. We appreciate the WBA Golden Boy and the zone for 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 allowing us to be in this position to to fight UNESCO for the eliminator. Obviously, uh, we agree 100% with what UNESCO said that we don't look past this fight. Obviously, he's a tough challenger. He's been in there with the best. So we understand what's ahead of, of the game plan. I think a lot of the stuff about the whole Bivol talk has been a cloud over this fight. But I mean, Zerto has been training very hard. He's been in the gym two, three times a day. And I feel like December 18th is gonna be a great night for boxing fans. And and hopefully we get the victory to move on to the next step. So first and foremost, um, I just wanna thank everybody for, for supporting Zerto on his journey to be the best again. Thank you, David. Um, now we'll turn it over to Gilberto. Gilberto, do you wanna say any opening comments? Uh, hola, ¿qué tal? Muchas gracias a todos por estar aquí. Pues estoy muy contento de, de volver a pelear por segunda vez en este año. Eh, para mí es un, un, un sueño hecho realidad el pelear por una eliminatoria de título y pues estoy contento. Okay, so he says he's very happy to be fighting for the second time this year. It's a dream, and he's very excited and happy to be fighting for the WBA uh, eliminatory title. Thank you so much, Gilberto. Um, okay, so we'll start off the question and answer portion. Uh, Dan, do you want to start off? Sure, thank you very much. Hello, Zerto, David, it's Dan Rayfield here. Hey, Mario. Hey. hey, guys, I'm good. It's good to see you guys in Vegas uh, a week or so ago at the Crawford fight. Uh, my question for you, Zerto, is this. Uh, 
you've been chasing uh, Bivol for a while. You know, I get all your publicist press releases about that. I know you're, you know, in, uh, you know, trying to chase him down to get this fight, uh, to get for the, get the title fight. How much um, is it, is it at all distracting that you know that you get that fight if you win or is it more motivating? Because you do have a tough guy in Unieski Gonzalez standing right in front of you for that can occur. Well, I think uh, um, I'm more excited for that for that fight because uh, I've been working on it. I was uh, really prepared for uh, Dimitri Ball, but they changed the opponent and doesn't matter. And just, the plan changed. And I know that I need to pass in front of these guys first and then move move on, move, move forward for a title fight. And it's uh, really exciting for me to, to, to be back to beat this guy because I know that he wanna try hard too. He wanna try to take everything. I know his uh, his opportunity, but uh, I don't wanna take any any chance for him. I wanna I wanna get this done fast and get my, uh, move on. Uh, Zerto, what was it about Bivol specifically? Because there's obviously other fighters with titles. There's Better Bev. There's Joe Smith, and obviously there's Bivol. Um, what was it about him that made you decide to chase him down instead of one of these other guys with belts? Oh, because he was calling me now. He was, uh, he was telling uh, that that he's not afraid to fight me, and he posed something, and before the the my life fight, and that was I was like, okay, this is a, a challenge for me, and then I want to to people know that I'm the best, and I know myself that I'm the best, and I want to prove myself. I want to prove everyone. And he fights next week. You know, he fights, or you fight on the 18th, but one week before you fight, Bivol is fighting in Russia. Are you going to be able to, are you going to pay attention to that fight? Uh, well, um, I don't think so. I don't think <laughs> so. I hope that he wins. And I, I, I think he is just an easy fight for him. But I hope he wins and we make the fight happen because the people want to see that fight. All right, very good. Dirtle, thank you very much, and good luck to you. Thank you. Thank you, Dan. Uh, next up, let's talk to Rodrigo Jimenez from Fino Boxing. Go ahead, Rodrigo. ¿Qué tal, Zurdo? Buenos días, ¿cómo estás? Muy bien, ¿y tú qué tal? Muy bien, aquí. Gracias por tomar el tiempo esta vez, como siempre. Te quería preguntar, ¿qué es la diferencia de zurdo a 168 libras a zurdo a 175? Tienes tres peleas, tres victorias para la vida rápida. ¿Te sientes más fuerte? ¿Crees que puedes dar los mejores frutos en esta división? Así es, me siento más fuerte, me siento uh, que es mi peso natural. Eh, ya lo vieron en tres peleas, esta no creo que va a ser la, la excepción. Eh, estoy muy contento porque pues, sé que, de, que González va a ir bien preparado y quiere dar un buen espectáculo, como ya lo dijo, y, y pues poner un buen, un buen show para toda la gente y, y cerrar el año. Con broche de oro. Okay, so hold on, Rodrigo. Let me translate that. So basically, Rodrigo asked, um, what, was, what is the difference between a Sordo at 168 and Sordo at 175? And Gilberto responded that he feels stronger, that the 175 feels very a more natural weight to him, that he's fought at this weight, and you guys have seen the results. And he knows that Gonzalez is going to come prepared 
to this fight and he is going to be prepared too and he wants to put on a really good show for everyone on December 18th. Um, go ahead, Roger, with your follow-up question. Thank you, Zosuela, for the translation. Uh, solo por fin, crece, sé que quieres buscar esa corona en las 165 libras, convertirte en el tercer mexicano campeón después de uh, Gon eh, Julio uh, González y, claro, Canelo. Este, ¿Pero qué tan importante es San Antonio para ti, para Goldenboy, sabiendo que es una una ciudad importante para el boxeo, donde la gente sabe del boxeo. ¿Por qué tiene que comprar su boleto y qué tan importante es para ti pelear en San Antonio? Mira, la tienen que comprar porque va a ser una gran noche, una noche espectacular. Se está terminando el año y qué mejor que ver a, a Zurdo Ramírez contra González. Una pelea de choque porque González va hacia adelante y también, también me gusta ir hacia adelante. Entonces va a ser una, una pelea explosiva. Y en San Antonio, porque hay muchos mexicanos y he peleado varias veces ahí, entonces la, la, la gente ya me conoce mejor y, y saben que siempre doy un buen espectáculo, un espectáculo que doy todo y pues que hay mucho latino también ahí y pues contento porque pues siempre salgo con mi tejana y hay muchos tejanos ahí en, en San Antonio, así que va a ser una pelea muy emocionante. Okay, so the question was, um, why is San Antonio important for boxing? Uh, why is it important for him? And why do fans have to buy tickets to this fight? Um, and Yuvelto's response was, you know, everyone knows this is going to be a good fight. And what's better than to end the year with a big, mat, big, spectacular boxing fight? He knows that Gonzalez is a fighter that comes forward. And he also comes forward. So this fight's going to be very exciting from beginning to end. And San Antonio is important because, you know, uh, he's, he's Mexican and, and there are a lot of Mexican boxing fans in San Antonio. And he's fought there before. They know who he is and he knows it's going to be a very spectacular fight. And he knows, you know, he comes out into the ring with his Tejana, you know, his hat. And he knows there's a lot of Tejanos there. So he's paying homage to that. All right, thank you, Rodrigo, for the questions. Um, let's move on to Miguel Maravilla from Fight News. Go ahead, Miguel. Hola, ¿qué tal, Zurdo? ¿Cómo está? Muy bien, ¿y tú qué tal? Bien, bien. Um, pues se habla de las posibilidades ante otros cam uh, campeones. Has buscado la, uh, la pelea ante, ante Vivol, pero primero que nada, ¿qué representa este reto en UNESCO? Bueno, es un reto muy importante para mí, ya que es uh, uh, pelea eliminatoria y aparte también es mi récord invicto, así que tengo que, pon voy a poner todo como siempre arriba del ring y, y voy a salir victorioso. Okay, so the question was, what does this fight represent with Gonzalez? And Gibraltar's response was, you know, it's an important fight for him. It's an eliminatory fight, title fight. So this is a big deal. And, you know, he's putting his undefeated record on the line as well. And so he's going to come with everything on December 18th. Uh, do you have a follow-up question, Miguel? Yes. El... Um... La división semi-completa, ¿cómo, ¿cómo la ves? Que ¿Hay otros retos que, que, te, que te gustan, otras peleas? ¿Y has considerado el peso crucero? Eh, claro que sí. Eh, pues los retos son tener todos los títulos, eh, obviamente pasar por, 
por esta pelea primero con Yuniski González y, y eventualmente subir de, de división y, y conquistar a todos los títulos en crucero. So the question was, uh, what are his aspirations in the light heavyweight division if there are any other fights he'd like to consider and if he would consider going up to cruiserweight and Gilberto's response was of course he his goal in the light heavyweight division is to have all the belts but first he has to get through uh, this fight with Gonzalez first and eventually um, become unified in light heavyweight and then moved up to cruiserweight um, when the time is right. Okay, um, let's go on to John Wins Whistler from the San Antonio News Express. Go ahead, John. I have a question. Uh, Zerto, um, is, is Canelo on your radar and, and um, how bad would you like to fight him? Well, um, I don't think uh, uh, about Canelo right now. I'm just thinking about Janiski and, and I think eventually if he moved he said he will move up and he wants to fight the best. But I think we're path is different right now. And eventually maybe they want to cross. And why not? People want to see the fight and I want to fight with the best. And But I know that how to get the, the belt first and unif get the unificator fight. And eventually, eventually that fight will happen. Have you ever, have you, you, you fought in Galveston recently. Have you been to San Antonio before, Zerto? Yes, yes, I've been there. It's a, a lovely place, nice people. Yeah, I, I think I've been fighting, uh, I fought one there in two, San Antonio. Okay. <clears throat> good, good luck. Thank you. Thank you, John. Again, if you want to ask a question, please raise your hand. Let's move on to Mike Reda from 26 Sports. Go ahead, Mike. Thank you. Hola, Sordo, ¿cómo estás? Muy bien, ¿y tú? Bien, también. Uh, cuando hablé con usted después de tu última pelea con Sullivan Barrera, dijiste pues que tenías el plan de Bivol y todo esto. ¿Cuándo se puso Yuneski como una opción uh, claro para usted? Uh, que podías pelear cuando la pelea de Bivol se, se quebró por él en, otro, en la otra dirección? Pues fue cuando Bivol no quiso firmar el contrato. No lo quiso firmar. Eh, tuvo miedo de, de pelearme. Se fue a Rusia a pelear y, y entonces Junirki tomó la, la posición de él y se, se le respeta porque es, es, es una... Es, es un, es, Es un buen peleador, ha peleado con lo mejor del mundo y sabe que, que es oportunidad. Entonces, <coughs> yo también sé que es una, una pelea difícil porque él viene bien preparado y, y, y quiere, dar lo, lo, quiere darlo todo arriba del ring y sobre todo pues quiere obtener lo que, lo que yo tengo. Okay, so the question was uh, essentially, when was Uniski part of the plan? for Gilberto to fight. And Gilberto answered was when Bivol didn't want to sign the contract that he was scared to fight him and he ended up going to Russia. And Yudeski, uh, you know, stood up. He took the fight and he respects, respects him for it. He knows uh, that Gonzalez sees this as an opportunity and he's coming well prepared and he's he knows he's coming to give it his all because he wants what Zordo has right now, but Zordo's not going to let him take that away from him. 
Okay, do you have a follow-up question, Mike? Yes. Go ahead. Okay. Y después de, de un tiempo de inactividad para usted, este es tu segundo pelea este año. Si todo pasa bien en, en el pelea con González, ¿cuántas veces te gustaría pelear el próximo año? Eh, todo va a ir bien, primero Dios, y me gustaría pelear cuatro veces, tres, cuatro años el próximo año. Okay. Muchas gracias, Udo, y, y buena suerte. Gracias. Uh, the question was that basically this is his second fight this year. How many fights does he want to do next year? And Gilberto's response was he would like to fight three or four times next year. All right. Um, well, if we have no more questions, I want to uh, thank Gilberto for joining us today. Uh, Gilberto, is there anything you want to say to everyone here? Uh, thank you, everyone, uh, for your support. And don't miss the fight, San Antonio, Texas. I'll see you soon, December 18. Muchas gracias a todos. Nos vemos pronto en San Antonio. Y voy a ganar. Thank you so much, Gilberto. Thank you so much to everyone for joining us today. And remember, the fight will be streaming live exclusively on DAZN Worldwide and tickets are still available. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you guys all soon. I'll be sending out a recording of this session as well. Bye, everyone. Thank you, everyone.